0: God is Well, good or day, or everybody. Pastor Tim Karskat here Christian Center's Report so. Daily Podcast. So glad you joined us. They will not it's chaotic be in the earth. And God is trying before. to awaken many. We're going to release a prophetic word today that we are at a moment that's no leading to the midnight to cry and God we need this awakening now. All right, let's talk about that. There will be Until the Lord makes Jerusalem a praise He has sworn it by his strength Your streets tonight, something's already birthed. Tabernacle uh, is that's this company, 318 Company, is. the Watchmen on the Wall. That's what we're called to be and do. Well, welcome. It is Wednesday, November 8, 2023. Well, I'm back, back in the saddle again, as we say. I'm back in Louisiana. I'm back with my microphone and a better setting for me to record from. I enjoyed my time in South Africa. Had an amazing journey there. Worked with several ministries there, different groups um, in several parts of the nation. I just love the South Africans, obviously. I go there as often as I can. It's the fire, just the passion for the kingdom that you guys have down there. I know some of you are listening today thank you uh, for receiving me. I, the, the number one thing I I got so blessed by was so many people at the conferences and the meetings I was speaking at all across the land was people coming up and say, we listen every day on your podcast, or we watch your live streams. And, you know, you never know, as I said before, many times I sit in front of this little microphone on my computer and my notes and I wonder, well, hope somebody's listening, and <laughs> you guys are. So thank you, uh, a thousand thanks. And glory to God that we are able to uh, help you navigate through this difficult season that we're in in the earth and give you uh, an understanding of what time it is and what we must do to deal with it. I think that's Issachar. That's my greatest prayer is that I would be in Issachar, that we would be in Issachar. It really doesn't matter which one of us says it, but there needs to be essicars out there. And we're praying for the prophetic community to be that. We're not in competition. If, if you didn't get a chance, um, um, yes, uh, Monday night at our ministry, we have our school of prophetic, and, and we do our all of, we call our olive school at night. We had a guest speaker named Ira Milligan. Uh, he's a friend of ours and from Louisiana. But he taught about what a healthy prophetic community is, and it was an amazing teaching, amazing. And he talked about how divination gets into the prophetic, and he said the number one divination gets into prophetic is through competition. And the motives of the ones who are prophesying, if they're competitive, trying to outdo other prophets and other prophetic groups, it'll lead you to div- divination. And you'll prophesy what? people want to hear you'll prophesy different things and so ah man it was a great teaching it's all over our we got on youtube and facebook and and rumble you can go check that out that's from monday night okay let's move into this word today about the midnight cry i want to speak to that. It's my matthew 25 i've alluded to it in the last month or so of the story of the 10 virgins you know it well and there's 10 wise 10 foolish they're asleep and then the midnight cry comes. And, and I've been saying this. Um, now, while the bridegroom was delaying, they all got s- s- drowsy and began to sleep. And then it says, but at midnight, there was a shout. and Behold, the bridegroom come out to meet him. This is a group of people that is saying this. This isn't just the Lord saying it. It's a group of people in the story declaring, come out and meet him. And that's the company that we want to be. We really, I mean, obviously you want to be a virgin. You want to be pure. You want to have oil. I get that. But ultimately, we want to be a part of the group that's been awake the whole time, been waiting for his appearing, and you're shouting to everybody else. And that's to me. That's to us right now, to me. What I'm, what I'm feeling is I think we're screaming right now. We're trying the best we had, Not just me, but, but companies like ours are crying in the shout, wake up, and we're having a hard time. We're having a hard time awakening the church. Now, you guys are awake. I'll honor you. But as a whole, we're having a hard time waking up the church. I think that what's going on in Israel, the potential for a third world war is so close, and you have the church just, as a whole, not awakened yet. And we've got to get them awakened in this hour, not only for for prayer but also for revival for outpouring and I, I want you to understand uh the the second thing the next thing that's on the lord's calendar if you want to look at it that way is not the second coming but rather the awakening of the church before the second coming that's what matthew 25 6 says and at midnight in the middle of the night uh, there was a cry and here comes the bridegroom come out to meet him so You know, some interpreters of that parable of the virgins told that the second coming and midnight cry are simultaneous, but clearly, clearly there's a gap in time between the cry and the actual coming of the bridegroom. We see that in verses 7 through 10. It talks about how the virgins rose and they trimmed their lamps and the foolish one said, give us some of your oil, you know, for the lamp. So you hear the story that they're going through all this bickering or are trying to negotiate during that time. So we know there's time. So the awakening of the 10 virgins, who I take to represent the church in the very last days, that's what it seems to represent, precedes the coming of the bridegroom. So when people you know, say, oh, well, Jesus could come back every day, that's not really true because we're not awakened yet. We don't have a people that look and walk and talk like Jesus yet. He's coming for a spotless bride. And the fact is, we're not there. And this is going to come at the midnight, right? 12 o'clock midnight. Not, it, it, I'm sorry, it will not come at the 12 midnight clock. But when the church is in a deep sleep, expecting nothing, imagine yourself being awakened at 2 a.m. It's the last thing you'd want or expect. And and I think that's the sort of circumstance the midnight cry, it's probably going to take place. It's going to be like that. What, 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 what's going on, you know? And right now I gave the word, I think it was last week, is that 9-11 is continuing because you've still got people that have not awakened to the moment we're in. If you ever study the Cuban Missile Crisis that happened in the 60s, um, and then there was other uh, events as well. I mean, Rick Joyner talked about an event when he was in the Navy. But that crisis was so close to a world nuclear war. And, the, and you know, obviously they're keeping it a secret, but we, don't, we didn't know how close we were. Rick Joyner said uh, when he was in the Navy, I guess in the 60s, I mean, he was on an aircraft carrier where they were loading the planes with nuclear bombs and they had targets in Russia. Okay, these are things that happen we don't know about. Well, what we're seeing right now is we have a church that sleeps that's not aware of the moment we're in. Um, you know, some would say, you know, was the, was COVID the midnight cry? You know, well, no, I don't think it was, but I think it was an, a, a potential test to see where we are. It's, it may be a vital part of the midnight cry and there needs to be a prophetic voice that needs to cry out that and wake us up uh, to what's going on and what, what is happening. But uh, many people probably were shaken and afraid, but, but some people were and were sincerely seeking the Lord. We were. Uh, I was hoping we were, uh, but most of the world, what they do, they're going back to sleep again. Why? Because the crisis is over for the most part, and that's what happened. That's human nature. of not staying on the wall, watchmen on the wall, do not take a break. We're constantly looking. We're constantly peering. Uh, into the future see what's going on you know that's our goal that's what we're called to do in that very place of a crisis we need we need to thank god for those that have either been converted in this season out of the world and and also let's let's shout and 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 get excited about the christians that were awakened from their sleep i think it's almost important here a true revival is that just nominal saints become truly converted, and sleepy Christians awakened, and people are being converted out of the world. That's a kind of a picture of what a revival should be. You know, here's a scary thing about sleep, and I love to sleep. <laughs> not because I'm lazy; I just my body thrives sleep. I just feel so much better. I accomplish much more when I've had rest. Some people can do without. I, I'm just not one of those. But this, the thing about sleep is you don't know when you're asleep until you wake up. Did you get that? And many of us might deny that we have been asleep, but when we truly are awakened, we're shocked to think that we've all been asleep. And that, that can happen. It's happened to me before. It's probably happened to you before. One proof that we have been asleep is that we have allowed things to enter our lives that we once vowed would never happen to us, right? Uh, think about the, the morality issues or the things you, left, you let happen in your life. Think about what's happened in our nations. All the, the, the alphabet group people, they're taking over abortion that, that has killed so many, you know, on Tuesday night, last night. In Ohio, a state of Ohio, one of the worst things that I think could have happened, happened. They had on their ballot a agenda to vote to make abortion part of their state constitution, to enshrine it is what they called it, which also included some late-term abortion. And the people unanimously, I should say unanimously, probably about 16% or so more, voted for this. Uh, uh, 16% a lead, I should say. And I, I just, I cried out for Ohio uh, and places like that that are embracing evil. That means there's people asleep. And we pray that that event would waken them now. Look, what's, what's, we thought our state was this way, but it wasn't. And that, that's something that just bothers me to in. The fear that God is that the church um, seems to have disappeared a long time ago and that's nothing upsets us more, but that we're asleep. Another characteristic asleep is that we do things in our dreams we would never do when awake. We are in a dreamlike state now. Uh, We hate the sound of an alarm, right, when you're in a deep sleep. The current crisis that we're in has barely awakened some. Uh, And and my fear is that, uh, you know, on October 7, when this thing happened, the churches kind of woke up, But, you know, as every day goes by, it's just another war, and yeah, it doesn't affect me, it's thousands of miles away, and they're going back to sleep, going back into their cycles again. Whether things will ever be the same again, we don't know, right? The new norm constantly changes, and and I say that a lot of people don't like that term, the new norm, but unfortunately it is becoming a new norm, but we can, and we can get used to that, but it shouldn't. We should never get used to evil thriving. We should never get used to abortion being normal. Well, it's just the way life is, or or the, you know, marriage issues, whatever. This crisis is a reminder that life, as we know it, is going to end eventually. People are dying every day in Ukraine, in Russia, in Israel right now. Those people um, that are taking to the streets right now and protesting and so forth that are you know, pro-Palestine, pro-Hamas, you know, these things like that. They're they're asleep. You understand? They're asleep. They don't realize what they're saying. They don't realize that they're celebrating a spirit of death because that's what Hamas is. It's violence. It's death. And we can't be there. And the church is somewhat, you know, divisive. I talked to a Christian the day in South Africa that was pro-Palestinian. You understand that's happening in lots of places right now. There's no rhyme or reason why that should happen other than you're asleep. And we have to be at a place where we can't be asleep. We're in this this American, world history is happening every day, and we must be a part of the proper history. And, um, and so the Bible says that it's appointed unto all of us to die, right? We know that. That's an appointed time. But until then, we serve. And we want everybody to cry out with a scream but before the Lord comes back, that we cry out to the church to awaken in this hour and to know, let them know that there is going to be the Lord's appearing and there will be no second chance then. That's the end. This is a chance to have another opportunity to get your life right. So let's pray for the awakening. This is the midnight cry of awakening people. I think it's a word for us right now where we are in time and what we must do. Be one of the ones who shout to the church. Don't worry about they worry about what they think of you. Well, you woke me up, I wasn't asleep. Well, you needed to wake up. <laughs> Father, I pray for the shouters. That's well, probably not a word, but I'm putting it in there. The people of this company that will shout and awaken even a pure church, a virgin church, the one who's kept themselves pure, but they're asleep. They haven't trimmed their, their wicks for their oil. Lord, fill them with the spirit, but Lord, awaken them to this hour. In which we're living, that we need to be on the wall. We need to be watchmen and praying and standing for your purposes in the earth. I pray that today for everybody to listening to this podcast in the name of Yeshua, bless them and give them the voice God, they need to awaken others. Amen and amen. All right. Love you guys. Amen. See you tomorrow. Well, thanks for listening each and every day here on our daddy podcast from Christian Center Report here in Louisiana. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any comments or you'd like to uh, ask for prayer or anything, you can go to our app for sure. We take prayer requests there. We pray for you. Don't forget, you can always write us an in email, info at ChristianCenterStreetPort.com. That's our website. And you can give there. You can find all that we're doing there. Our app is a more applicable place to go because we put more information on that as well as much media content as we can put up so that you'll have resources to navigate through this season. Thank you each and every one of you for sowing and praying and standing with us. And may God bless you and may his strength be upon you in the days ahead. Shalom, shalom. We'll see you tomorrow. Love you guys.